Welcome back to Winners Things to Kilmore Toyota. Kilmore Toyota, get in before the holidays and view the new and demonstrator vehicles on display and get an extra place every race with Picklebet's top four betting. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Brilliant meeting there at Ascot today, highlighted by the Group 1 winner bottom stakes. Our man Terry Layton joins us on this Saturday morning. G'day, Terry. Good morning, Gareth. How are we? I am very well. Um, it is 16 minutes past seven in Perth. How do you prepare for a big day? How do I prepare for a big day? Well, we're actually down at uh, down south in Dunsborough for a wedding today, mate. So oh, it's, no. a, uh, it's a change of yeah, it's a change of pace for the pinnacles for me today. So I've um, I've done all my research in regards to what time the wedding begins, what time my phone will have to go off, what time my phone will come back on, and I've got our mate Dan Cripps ready to uh, to chuck a couple on for me pending prices late. So um, that's how I've done mine. Okay, so how do you, for the day. so you like to bet late, maybe on the fair as well. So um, it'd be a really difficult situation. So just work out the challenges that face you this afternoon with the wedding. Well, basically, it's uh, what what time do we have to uh, stand there and, and pretend we care about the bride and the groom, which we do. Obviously, it's not yep. pretending. We we're very excited to uh, to see them get married, but uh, yeah, no, there's always the potential for a late play, and uh, you want to play. Um, on price potentially only so just some instructions just some pretty clear simple instructions yep. for the lads he might be out doing his own thing today so um but no we help each other out a little bit in that sense if, if something if one of us has got something on and the other one might want something late so um clear concise instructions okay. basically so yep. yeah so I'm, I'm looking forward to this card it's always especially you'd be probably trying to monitor what happens with the wind conditions today with the rail out eight metres? How are you reading the, 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 the lay of the land in Western Australia today at Ascot? Well, the funny thing is this, this looks the best, um, probably the best betting card of the season, I reckon, today. The opinions are just so wild and varied in every single race. Uh, I, mean, I mean, the winter bottom on its own is a great story. I mean, a lot of people are... Are either saying yep, overpass is immoral, or they're saying, oh, geez, overpass. Um, and we're not sure about the run, the Everest. We're not sure about the trial. Are, are they bringing a horse across Australia that's not at its best? Um, like there's there's two trains of thought basically. But um, yeah, it's a it's a tremendous betting card. I'm expecting with the rail at eight metres and the southwesterly is in play. It should. I mean. I think it was on Melbourne Cup Day, the rail was at 10 metres and we had southwesterlies. And Gareth, you had, you needed cover. You, you couldn't win unless you had cover that day. So yeah. it's near identical conditions to that. So I think it's a safer bet to suspect that you're going to need cover. Um, and you may almost be better off with cover, which is a rarity at Ascot. Yeah. But um, that's the way I'm thinking it's going to play. So Picklebet has overpassed at 280. I think that's nearly his, his right quote. He doesn't necessarily have to lead. I think it's nearly a perfect draw for Josh Parr. He can assess the situation, assess the conditions and ride the way that he thinks overpasses best chances of winning that race is by the time, of course, the winner bottom rolls on. Rip caught at $7. I guess these three-year-olds are the untapped horses. Triple Missile at 9 Oscar's Fortune at $9. And then Hot Set at 11 Outside of overpass, I think it's wide open and like triple missile I'll take on every day of the week from barrier one. I think inside gates, you're going to be in trouble, especially in a big field, Terry. How do you assess that? 
Yeah, man, I'm, I'm with you 100%. Yeah. I, I think the first thing, I don't really have a strong opinion on the race, but no. I've got a strong opinion on how to attack the race. I think the, the decision you need to make as a punter is, do I think overpass is at its best? Um, and if you do, there isn't really a decision to make in the race. Like, he, he should win that. Yeah. Like, this is so much weaker than the clocker, which he just won. Um, like, if you think overpass is coming across at his best, I'm, I don't understand how... Um, at the barrier draw, um, he's gone up, I think, about 260 across the board. He, he drifted out to as much as 340, 350. Um, and the barrier draw actually suited him, just like you said, like on his outside at Oscars and Man Crush. And I think it's only Savatoxel that's drawn underneath him. So, I mean, at the end of the day, he, he couldn't really have asked for a better draw. I mean, the, the, the thing I see here is if, if Overpass doesn't win and it's not at its best or there is too much pressure. Like the thing is, with with Man Crush, who's one of the speed horses in this, you've got to think that Luke Fernie, um, well, Man Crush's best chance is to go hard anyway. But for Ripcord, who's Luke Fernie's other runner and more favoured runner, you want Man Crush to make it a mess. So Ripcord yeah. can run over the top of them, don't you? So. I mean, four of the last five winter bottoms have been won by horses coming down the centre um, of the deck. I mean, we saw Valana last year. We've seen, uh, who else? Graceful Girl, Elite Street, these yeah. type of horses in years gone by. I can't see one of those in a three-wide line, but I don't know. This, this If they do stop, I reckon you bang on horses like Hot Dead Dribble Missile. Big trouble from barrier one and two, because they're going to stop on you, and yeah. you're going to find trouble, and it's very hard to win over Ascot at 1,200 metres. But, um, yeah, it could be just a rogue. This could be a rogue result, like something completely wild down the outside, like a go forward or a laver rod or a resort man, or I don't know, just just something very, very rogue. That's that's the way I reckon it could all work out. Yeah, complete nightmare. I agree with you. Either like overpass or it's a field job in that quaddy. Um, yep. yep. What, what about the guineas? So not the guineas, the, the Sir Ernest Least here classic over the 1,400 metres. For the three-year-olds here, you've got horses like Investment Strategy that's on the quick backup. Excuse me. It's not about um, – got the hiccups here would you believe um, <laughs> um race number seven so you've got all minute Go three, ten. water and hold your nose yes i've tried that before storm chaser at 420 investment strategy at 460 generosity at 715 and then geez i'm getting good mail for brave strike at 19 dollars and as an each way play here um uh, are you? yeah where's that actually. coming from well, it's come from about three or four different sources. A few form experts, maybe some mail from the, the Miller camp. Um, mm. Mm, oh, he might be worth a play, Brave Strike. And I wouldn't have to look at his form too. He, like Brave Strike's definitely in this race, I reckon. Yeah, well, it's my best of the day. So um, I, I like to play value with my best of the day. Obviously, it's not like I've marked it two bucks. I've marked it $5.80. So um, we're getting $20 about something I've marked under a, a third of that. So, um, yeah, I think it's a great setup. If you go through his um, uh, her whole career, yeah. sorry, um, she's just been luckless. Like I said, seven starts. She sat deep like four times. One of those times she won um, her maiden, One of those, which is a two-year-old sad Barris. One of those times she ran um, second in a sires over the 1400 and the third horse within, it was investment strategy. She was held up in a Karakata, ran fourth, third was ripcord. Um, and this campaign, she's drawn 9-9-12, nothing's gone right. But all of her runs have been really good. Like they've yeah. been super runs. You can compare the runs directly in the Belgravia to Augment, who I think is around $3 still at the moment. And 
I mean, there's nothing in them. They're literally the exact same run. It was just a barrier draw, which meant Augment got to settle close and Brave Strike had to go back to near last. So um, I like that you're getting some mail. That's, that's good. I, I like that there's other people in the in the same boat as me. But this prize just keeps holding up. That's the thing. It's only shortened from like $24, uh, $25 into about nineteen twenty. So yeah. um, it's still there. Um, yeah, just from an each-way point of view, this is it's just a great bet, I reckon. Don't have much on for that price. Yeah, I can't believe the price then with the the mail that I'm getting. So you really like it. A couple of other Very much, top yeah. class form judges like it over in the West. And um, yeah, I would imagine that Simon Archer Ball Miller's got a bit of an opinion as well with this Philly by Brave Smash. So um, now nah, that will be interesting to see what the market actually does now with Brave Strike. I think she'll start shorter than the nineteen dollars. Um, well, you'd, you'd think so. You'd yeah. think there's got to be a little bit more coming in for her. I mean, I've I've made that many trips to the Purple Bank to keep chipping away slowly, slowly and try and hold the price. So I'm I'm getting as much on as I possibly can pre. But, um, yeah, you'd, you'd think so. It's, it's a great race, honestly. Like, that's that's another race. It wouldn't, I think Rissold is your biggest roughie. Like, that's not impossible. I think I've marked that about 35 and it's yeah. about 60. Um, like I, I augment can win, but three dollars it's unders. Uh, Storm Chaser's coming out of the class one at Bunbury where it was on the hot part of the track, and it's four bucks. Um, like investment strategy for me is the one I've marked favourite at four dollars thirty. If if you can lead and win, it's the one that's going to be out in front. Back to fourteen hundred, it beats Zipaway, um, and and uh, a lot of good men who obviously ran one and two in the Guineas. Um, at the fourteen hundred and three, so conditions pending. That that's a great one to look at saving on. If if they're leading and, and kicking, and, and the wind isn't that big an issue, that's that's going to be super hard to get past the, as well. So, yeah, I agree. And the Guinea's been a pretty good form line for a race like this. These horses dropping back to the fourteen hundred meters from the sixteen hundred. Okay, outside of those features, who do you like? Uh, well, really like Brave Strike, as we've just touched yep. on. Uh, in, in race number six, again, I'm, I'm hoping that you can make ground here because I'm probably going to suggest a horse that's going to be very close to last, but there looks to be a stack of speed in this race. I'm a single girl, JD, uh, about four others, and all of them, I think, are, are weak, really quite weak, especially at the 1,400 metres. So I'm happy to look at one off speed here in uh, all my money. Um, it's runs earlier this year were absolutely super, just yes. without luck. Um, on continual track where you couldn't make an inch of ground behind horses like Weaponson who would start extremely short in a race like this. So I think it's around $10, $11 at the moment. The way markets tend to go for horses to get back at Ascot, I wouldn't surprise if it starts even longer, to be honest I've got with one you. for you in that race. Yeah, well, I've, I've, I've got two. I, I reckon I know what you're going to say here. It's going to be San Fabrizio. Yeah. I think mm. this – you got to – like who's on fire? I've, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard the whispers. Don't yeah. you worry. I've, I've heard, I've heard the well, whispers, it's, and it's, I. Uh... It's self-explanatory, Terry. When you look at it, like it you've is. got S.J. Miller, D. Oliver Rides. You look in the ownership group. Um, His mum. Yeah, Mrs. Pat Oliver and Trish Oliver. Mm. So, I imagine Ollie shares a bank account with Trish. You would imagine. So obviously. <laughs> No, she'd be writing like he, he's got his mum and his wife that he's writing for here. The great SJ Miller's in the ownership as well. So I reckon this is, this would have been a plan by the great man to oh. make sure that Ollie wins during his final days there in, in, in Ascot, uh, riding in Perth in his second, I think it's his second last, third last day yep. today, third last day. Um, yeah, I think, and he was unlucky, Sam Fabrizio. He's never been one of my horses, but I think today could be his day. 
Yeah, between you and I, I was told about uh, two weeks ago that San Fabrizio was winning at his next start. So <laughs> I didn't know what that meant at the time. And uh, yeah, when you just put all that together, it's like, okay, so this was the one they were targeting. So had he drawn a gate, I mean, it, may, it becomes a very easy bet for me. But um, just from 14 for a horse who, um, from what we've seen, it's probably best strength is being somewhere near the pace with cover. Um, I just had the potential of things going wrong, you know. But look, I'm, I am backing all my money each way. Um, but I really do like He's Got Wings and San Fabrizio. They're the only two runners that I've got under $15. So, look, you're, you're probably in a position with He's Got Wings being 10 bucks and San Fabrizio being about 5 where you can play all my money each way at 11 12 $13, $14, $15 late and you can save on the other two. Um, or or you, can, you can back San Fabrizio. I do... Sometimes you get a feel about a race and you can see that script is almost written already, can't you, um, with only three weeks of riding left. So, um, yeah, I'd be focusing on those three heavily, though. I don't see the winner coming from outside those three. And I think, yeah, as I said, at fives, tens and fifteens, which I think all the money will end up, there's there's good value to, to play the three. So, um, keen there. And then on a uh, in a little bit more of a boring sense, race number eight um, in the Jungle Dawn, Duchess of Gossett was um, an absolute, absolute moral beaten uh, first up. I'm, I'm really keen it'll get the job done now. It's getting a little bit thinnish at 240, 250, but I think that's about the right price. And I'm, I'm happy to have something on. Um, big danger is, is Rusty Dreams, who will be ridden with cover by Chris Parnham after they went forward last start. And um, pending prices, after playing, it's pretty much a very value oriented day for me. But if we can back Duchess, gossip at mid twos and save on rusty dreams at about five bucks um it's not overly exciting play but i'd be surprised if the winner comes outside of those two all right mate i think playhouse patron can defeat diamond scene mm-hmm. in the first i think it's flying that horse for bobby mcpherson um race two i'm not keen on anything race three you can have a spell race four holly enchantment will be winning again there's your tip you reckon? Yeah, You're I not worried about it being a little first. You know the old uh, the old rule: if a stayer wins fresh, they put a no. flat one in second up. I saw the money come yesterday, so you've obviously gone down that a bet no, yesterday, Gareth. Yeah. I think he'd be he needed the run first up. He'll be a lot better second up. I, th- I think he's okay. physically he's never been better, and at his best, I think he's better than these horses. To tell you the truth, where are you going? So you going to a Perth Cup or anything? No, well, I, I just think he needs to go through his grades. But I think he'll be winning today. Who beats him? Um, yeah, oh, maybe just a maybe a speed map. I've heard a rumor they're going to go back with Destinaya, so yeah. I think a lot of people with the speed map have got Mount Nash leading Destinaya in the breeze. So next thing you know, if they go back on Destinaya, Mount Nash gets a picnic out in front. But again, eighteen hundred meters with with that yeah. south with that southwesterly um, kicking out. Oh, mate, there's there's five dangers. I, I had that race. I, I think the market's got to bang on. To be honest with you. Yeah. All right then, mate. And then hopefully we can get the cat. I think Sam Brizio will be winning. Um, apart from that, I think it's a tough mm-hmm. day. Um, not a tough day, but if you can find, if you can find some horses, like I think I agree with you with the guineas. I think, um, that brave strike can run a bit of a race and I don't mind generosity as well. I think at an each way price, mm-hmm. um, generosity is a play as well, but time will tell. Well, just on that, yeah. you can look at that individually and say, well, Chris Parnham was, would have been offered the ride on Storm Chaser, who he won on last yeah. start. It's going around about 390 and generosity is about 850 and he's obviously opted for the latter. So just on just on Chris's opinion alone, that's, um, that's not a bad bet. Yeah, I can't work that out. Hey, Terry, you enjoy the wedding today. 
Mate, I will too, mate. I will. I'm, I'm hoping it's a nice little ceremony well, so I can yeah. uh, so I can tune back into Ray the race. Strike flies possible. down the outside just as about the, they're about to say I do, and you you yell out a big scream and just stuff the yeah. whole um, ceremony up. So <laughs> that won't go. be the first time no, ever. It won't be the first time, and it won't be the last time. But that's their punishment for having a wedding on Winterbottom Stakes Day. Good on you, Terry. Exactly right. Thanks, mate. Have anyway. a good day.